It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Shit. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. Right, here we go on the podcast on a Wednesday. Good parking day as always. What's up, man? Oh, hi, Jerry. How you doing? All right. Very good. Uh, let me ask you this. Talk to me. I was, uh, you know, you and I both listened to this Dave Ramsey yes. talk show host, and he right. has a podcast as well. Well, I guess the podcast is just his radio show. Kind of like the Boomer and Carton podcast. Yeah, it's like a 40-minute version or a 40-minute segment chunk yeah. of the radio show. But anyway, he's a financial guy. A and uh, I didn't know this. According to Dave Ramsey, you can call yourself a millionaire. You're considered a millionaire if your net worth is a million dollars. So if your house is paid off and it's worth, here, here's how you could consider yourself a millionaire. Let's say you have a $400,000 house. That's paid off. That's paid off. Right. That's, that's Then right. you have uh, $400,000 in your 401k from your career. That's $800,000. You got a new, another $200,000 in combined things. You're a millionaire. You have assets that total a million dollars. Yes. With, but they all, after I, debt. I, right. I was going to say they do have to outweigh your debts by the Correct. million dollars. So that brings me to a... Um, what are you, a four millionaire? Uh, I am not even close, Jerry. Oh. It brings me Your to... Your 401k must be awesome. Though. It's not, though, because the, oh. my 401k, you forget, uh, there was a year when 401k dropped like 40%. That bad? Yeah. Oh, never mind then. All right. 2008, 401k went in the toilet. Got it. And then two years ago went in the toilet. Mm. So And it takes a long time to recoup. I know. It goes faster than it comes back, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> so it's coming back Sucks. now, but, you know, you have a couple, you know, have a time when it goes down a lot, and then it goes up a little bit. It doesn't go back up as fast as it goes down. Understood. No. Well, here, what do you think the answer to... Kind of the opposite with an erection, isn't uh, it? Kind of, kind of. Yeah. Uh, 37% of people working today... Feel like they need to have a million dollars to retire. Sure. Where are you? I think you need. I think you need more. You think you need more than that? I think you need more. See, I would think you need more than that as well. But when are you retiring? I'm saying when you're 65. At 65, that you need a million dollars in like your 401k. I mean, if you took, that's a great question. To what? What would you say is? Three, I don't even, I can't even think of this. Three percent of a million dollars is what? Thirty thousand dollars? Uh, thirty-three thousand dollars. So, if you were able to find some sort of a mutual fund that returned three percent, mutual mm-hmm. fund, it's not guaranteed, but it's relatively safe. Right. If you had a million dollars that was earning three percent, that would mean thirty-three thousand dollars a year, plus whatever else you have saved up. Like maybe you've paid your house off by then. Right, where you could go, you could sell it. And I mean, now now we're talking about adding to the million dollars. But I'm right. just saying, if you had a million dollars cash or saved up or however in an IRA, whatever, and you were able to put that in a mutual fund where you were getting you were getting a distribution every month of that 
3%, which would be, let's make the math easy, $36,000. You're getting $3,000 a month. Could you live on that? Yeah, you could. I don't know if you're maintaining the lifestyle that you might have had, but you can live on that, and you're not even touching the million dollars. You're living off the interest of. So a million, probably right. You can live, I think, relatively comfortable, I don't, especially if your house is paid for. Right. If you don't have a mortgage payment, you're just pay, paying property taxes or you've downsized, I don't see why not. Right. You have a house that you pay over 30 years or whatever it is, then you that's paid off. You sell that house at a, a bigger profit. You move into a condo in uh, that you pay Florida. Cash for yeah, yeah. I think I and think then a you have your mill. Might be right. Uh, so that's thirty-seven percent of people say that they think they need a million dollars. An additional sixty-four percent. So that puts you up in the sixty-four uh, percent uh, of people say you need at least five hundred thousand to retire. Well, yeah, at least yes. Uh, yeah, Let, let's start there. <laughs> but then you also look at other statistics about people and what they have savings. And there's something like, uh, I heard uh, Dave Ramsey say the other day, something like 50% of the people have less than $10,000 in retirement savings. In retirement? See, there's two well, different things. things. Are, are we away? talking about a regular savings? No, just money that, money that they have put away for their retirement. Because we have money, and trust me, we're not loaded by any You're stretch. Rich. Not even close. Oh, But we have money scattered all over the place. You know, I don't have... One savings account. My wife has an I. We have an IRA. She's got a four hundred one k. I've got this pension through here. We have some money in real estate. I mean, you're saving money in a whole bunch of different areas. We do have a savings account. Not that it's got a ton in it, but we do have a savings account. Jerry, are you saying don't put all of your eggs in one basket? Well, I work here. I work for Ten Ten Wins. I work for Columbia. I work for Rutgers, and I work for Compass Media Networks for the Cowboys. Yes, that's what I'm saying. All right. So if you're Diversify. one of the if you're one of the people who doesn't have money saved, you have to start saving for retirement, no you matter do. how young you are. Yeah, I agree. I wish I would have started younger. Yes, you got a four hundred one k. It you got to max out your four hundred one k. I started a four hundred one k here for six months, and that's it. Why and, did you stop? Well, because I got the job on the air, uh, and I oh, had to join the union, union. And once I got into the union, I had to start working with the pension. I wasn't allowed into the four hundred one k program anymore. Gotcha. That kind of sucked. All right, Jerry, let me move on here then. Are we done? Well, with that part. Oh, when you say, okay, Jerry, I figure we're done. Yeah, I, uh, that's my clue to myself. Oh, got it. Um, movie studios are considering offering films direct to your home much earlier than what... Well, so here's the thing. So a movie comes out in the theater, right? Yeah. Tickets are for sale in the theater. If you want to watch that movie at home... It's generally 90 days from theater to your home where you can watch it on demand. Is it that quick now? 90 days. Wow. Studios are considering offering you that movie 17 days later for $30. I would do that in a heartbeat. Why? Why not wait an additional couple? You're already waiting. Because you can see the movie that is right now popular and I don't want to say trendy, but it's it's what's happening right now. But I never hear people talking about movies currently in theaters. Ever. I haven't gone to a movie. It's got to be seven or eight years now. Right, but because you don't hear, as they say, water cooler talk. You know what you hear people at your work, your office, the cubicle next to you? They're talking about what series they're watching on Netflix. Yeah, see, I don't really know anybody except you and, and Boomer that do that. I'm not a Netflix guy. I have Netflix. That's another thing you talk me into. Um, I don't know you, how I talked you into you Netflix. Netflix. I don't you watch Netflix. No, I talked you into Amazon Prime. No, no, I know. 
I did not never talk to you in the Netflix. I've never been a Netflix guy. I don't understand the Netflix. It's nothing but old TV shows. Not interested. Interesting. You know, but all the where do you get all those documentaries from that I watch that I that I turned you on to? Oh, my girlfriend has a Netflix. Has Netflix. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're such a jackass. And Amazon Prime I'll watch because that's part of my Prime packaging. I'm, I have that too. Which I'm paying for the, um, you know, the two-day delivery free. Yes. Now, is Amazon Prime Video, which I have not really gotten into yes, yet. Yes, Jerry. Is there a service where you can download to I your believe phone? so, yes. So then why am I paying for Netflix then? Well, because Netflix has different series. That's I don't the watch problem. any of them. But here's the thing. Fuller this, House for my kids. Right, they this watch is, that. This is the problem with all these, like, oh, cord-cutting nonsense. Every There's not one service that you can subscribe to that has everything you want. Not anymore, no. So Netflix has their own individual items. Amazon Prime has their individual series. Then there are things that cross over. Right. So you would pay $30 to see a movie 17 days after it was in theaters. If it was something I really wanted to see... Yeah, you would. absolutely I would. You make a, a family night of it. You make sure everyone's in front of the TV so that you're dividing that $30 and feel well, like, I oh, think, it was only $10 a head. No, I think if it was a movie for the for everybody, we'd still go to the movies. Okay. But I think if it's a movie that, you know, the, it's not for the kids or, you know, one of the rated R movies, at that point I'd probably watch it at home because here's the thing. My wife and I have great parents, in-laws, all good. We can have the kids taken care of. Not whenever we want, but a lot. We try not to overstep our help, though. You know, we want we don't want to ask them every week. So we go out probably twice a month. Not a lot, but it's twice a month. I got to be honest with you. I'm not interested in wasting a night out to go to the movies. I agree. To me, it's a waste of, I eh, does nothing for me. I'd rather go out, and now this sounds ridiculous because this is what we do for a living, but I'd rather go out to an event like we have in the past. I'd rather go out to a bar that's got the games on, have some drinks, watch the game. That's more in line of what I'd rather do. I'm going to sit in a movie theater, have some idiot behind me with the dumb phone on or chomping away at the popcorn. Oh, please, I can't. No, no more. No. You would rather Netflix and chill. Right? <laughs> yes, I will. Jerry, here's You're not a, asking me to oh, do that, are you? I am not asking okay. you that. No, because that's, that's got some, some other meaning to it. Something couples do, right? No, that's that's what I thought. Yeah, uh, Jerry, this story was sent to me by many alert Twitter followers and podcast listeners. A 50 year old woman. Oh, I read this. This is awful. From over there in Britain. Yeah, she had to have surgery to fix a stress incontinence that developed after she gave birth. And if she's 50, that means. She gave birth many years ago. I think it was in her late 30s, I believe. Uh, sometimes after you give birth, you, uh, you your pee leaks out of you, and the women have to get that fixed. So this woman had that fixed. What they put, do is they put some sort of mesh netting in her vagina in order to uh, get that all taken care of. Well, years and years went by, and things were going swell. And then one night, she was having sexual relations with her man, and the uh, mesh, uh, the mesh uh, in her vagina kind of kind of got exposed and hardened, and uh, ripped his genitals. Yeah, it hardened to the point where it was almost like a razor blade. As she said, it was like uh, her vagina became a Venus flytrap. So, she says now the guy's not interested in sleeping with her again. You think? <laughs> That's right. 
Didn't last I feel bad after for this that. Woman. How about the fact she didn't have sex for 10 years? 10 years? Before she had the procedure done. Uh, between having the kid and while well, she was leaking? Yeah, Is that she, right? Yes. And it was, she had issues. So for 10 years, no sex. And then she had the procedure done, which was made out to be a relatively routine procedure. Complications. Now, that procedure has been suspended. They, they don't do, do not this allow anymore. It anymore. After her vagina mm-hmm. swallowed up his penis. Got it. And ripped it to shreds. Yeah, they actually have a name for the uh, the mesh tape that was used. It's uh, transvaginal tape. I think Scotch makes that, uh, the 3M company. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> you moron. You can find it in the packaging aisle oh, at your local uh, drugstore. You go to Walgreens. Yeah, I see the Scotch tape. I see the masking tape. Do you have any of the transvaginal tape? Yeah, what aisle is that in? <laughs> Yeah, quote, this, this is a rough one. I struggled is, reading this one. Yeah, this is the quote from the woman. Uh, she says it was like it had grown teeth. Uh, her vagina? Yeah, uh, her vagina, yeah. Uh, I don't want to read the rest. It's very graphic, even for me, Jerry. After that, he was scared of my lady garden and approached it as if it was a Venus flytrap. I'd never heard that described as a lady garden. Lady garden. Well, that that's what this, um, this gal. She probably doesn't trim up. Yeah, well, bad scene going on down there. 50 years old. Listen, she had a good run. <laughs> no, she didn't. 50's a good time to end she it. Hasn't had, she didn't have sex after she had her child. Oh, she missed 10 years. Yes, that's Got not it. a good run. Terrible run. That's awful. I don't mean, I'm not even being fun. I'm being serious. Mm-hmm. It could, and it didn't say it in the story. Do you think she was at least able to pleasure herself? Uh, I'm sure. Okay. I, are I'm you? i say, yeah. She couldn't have sex for 10 years. You think she was still able to do that? Possibly. Maybe she used a mesh vibrator to fight the mesh, you know, the mesh walls. I think women stimulate the top part anyway, Jerry. I don't think they... That's why I'm asking. I don't I'm think it goes in where the, where the walls are, as they say. That's why I was asking if you thought she could still at least have some enjoyment. Probably. From, as you put it, the top part. The top part, right. That's the scientific. Right under the hood. <laughs> that's the scientific term, Jerry. Oh, yeah. How about when, not to be any sort of sexual bragger by any means, me. Yeah. But how about like when women say or it was commonly known that guys can't find that? How do you not find that? Like, it's not like it's at a different spot on every it's woman. It's kind of right there and it's, it's right kind of protrudes there. a little bit. A little bit. It's right there. Well, the I don't know. Is it t- that the North they, End Pavilion? Is it that that they can't find, or they can't find the G spot? No, Two no one things. knows where that is. Right. That may not even I be think, a real thing. I do thing. think there's confusion. No, though. women will often say the guy could not find. Women can't find it. No, not the G spot. The little man in the boat. <laughs> well, speaking of boats, uh, Al, uh, it, we're in spring, which means boating season's coming. Summer season. That means. It'd be nice if we weren't, like, all fat and sloppy. So, you know, I do try to exercise, not every day, but I try to exercise at least three, four times a week. Well, yesterday was one of those days. And here's what I did. I actually thought this was a lot of fun, and the 45 minutes went by in a blink. I put on my little Team Beachbody video, and I actually blasted Metallica off my new Sonos speakers in the living room off the TuneIn app, which was great. Uh, actually, that was off my Amazon Prime Music. 
Uh, anyway, point is, using these Sonos speakers, blasting it through the house, I get through my routine in no time. Now, Sonos, uh, these are speakers that you put throughout your house, right, yes. Jerry? I, yeah, I have. Right now, I've got so I have the Sonos speakers in the office, the living room, and I just put uh, a speaker in the dining room as well. And they connect via your Wi-Fi. Yep. And then using the Sonos app. On my phone. On your phone yeah. or your iPads or anything. How They even have a desktop yep. uh, thing to use. Uh, you can choose what you play on each of those speakers. So you could play your Metallica in every room in the house. Correct. Or just where you were working out so that your family's not disturbed. Like I had the Metallica going yesterday, and my son, who I put a speaker in his room too, he was listening to, I think it was Flo Rida. Flo Rida. Yes, and he was, he was doing his homework, listening to the music. It's fantastic. And all of these services that you already subscribe to, you can listen through your Sonos. Correct. So if you have uh, Amazon Prime, as Jerry mentioned, uh, TuneIn is a free app. Uh, I use my Spotify through that. Yep. Uh, the satellite radio app, I run through that. This very podcast, Jerry, can run through your Sonos. How about that? You know what else I found that can run through my Sonos? The What's MLB that? Game Day Audio. Oh, perfect. Which is tremendous because you can listen to the games now. Uh, you don't have to go to your laptop to go to the MLB app. That app, I can now listen through the Sonos. It's, it's great. The Sonos speakers are fantastic. They play it all. The most popular streaming services. Al just laid out like five of them. Internet, radio, podcasts like us, audiobooks, everything. Uh, enjoy all the sounds you love anywhere in your home. For more information, visit Sonos.com. Yeah, yeah. Jerry, uh, I'm not sure. We're not millennials, so we... I mean, what is it, a millennial? I'm Born sure. after 2000? Is that oh, what that, that is? That sounds good to me. I'm not sure <laughs> that's exactly it. Okay. But I know millennials are young, younger folks. Okay. All right? So they have their own language, especially when texting and things, that other millennials know the language. You and I may not know that. Okay. So there's a uh, millennial in New York. Uh, he goes by the name of Ford. That's his name, Ford. Well, like on 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 Twitter, he's oh, okay. he's Ford Rentals. All right, okay. he decided that he would order Domino's through his phone, which you can do with uh, all of these uh, fast food pizza places. Yeah. So he sent Domino's uh, his order, and he wrote under delivery instructions. You know where you might say, uh, "Oh, I'm the got to take the stairs in the back to get yes. to my apartment." Under the delivery instructions, he wrote, "Send your baddest bitch, please." What does now, that mean? In millennial lingo, baddest bitch is a term of respect, like send your top person, send send us the best, the baddest bitch. Would you have known that? Would you? Have I would Googled not have it? known that. No, I would have thought they were, I would have probably not sent them any pizza. You would have canceled the order. I would have canceled the order. And they spelled please, P-L-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z, which is also, uh, means they're saying it nice, evidently. Well, Domino's uh, did just that. They sent a, uh, a very slick-looking dude who showed up with the pizza. And, oh, uh, okay. And on the box, Domino's wrote under special instructions, send your baddest bitch, please. Domino's wrote under it, we did. And this guy delivered, got himself a $20 tip, Jerry. Wow. That's right. That's not, you ever give a guy $20 for like delivering a pizza? Uh, I've not. What's the biggest tip you've given? For a pizza delivery? For something that didn't warrant the size tip that you gave. All right, perfect. Uh, my friends and I in uh, high school, we uh, ate at a pizza hut. We dined in. We found the uh, waitress very attractive. 
and we gave uh, the I believe the bill was sixteen dollars. Sixteen. Sixteen dollars. The bill. This is uh, probably nineteen eighty six. It wasn't nineteen forty. Oh, it wasn't sixteen dollars. Well, we probably split one pie. Oh, all right. And got water. Got water. Yeah. Uh, we gave her a seventeen dollar tip. That's on, very nice. On of top you. of the sixteen dollars, we gave her seven. Anybody get her number? No. Why would we even think to leave our numbers like dopes? Well, we would back then. We had to leave our home numbers, and right. then you know what would happen when a girl would call my house. Very rare. Your mom would answer and say this. Did you want Big Al or Little Al? <laughs> so I was not giving out my number, Jerry. When did you get your own number, or did you not? Uh, hmm. See, we had a bedroom downstairs. We had a, a, a four-bedroom house, three kids, my mom and dad. The downstairs bedroom had its own phone and its own half-bathroom. So that was sort of the bedroom for the oldest child. Okay. So when my sister Debbie moved out, I moved down there. Got it. How old was it? How old were you? Mm, probably seventeen. So you didn't get a phone until you were seventeen. Yeah, probably. Yeah, my own number. Okay. Yeah, until I probably was. I might have been. I probably might have been sixteen, but yeah, not much younger. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Then I mean, you must have just been lighting it up on fire. All the calls that were coming in. When I got my own number now, there's no big Al, little Al. It's just Al. Right, just Al. My own uh, cassette answering machine. I mean, you must have run out of the tape, right? I had it going on, Jerry. Your messages are full. Rewind Hi. them. Yeah. Where you would remember when you would call into your phone messages to retrieve them? I do. Yeah. I and do. it'd be sad when it'd be no messages. Different like, world. Damn it. Yeah, different world. That's for sure. Damn it. And then the the um the what was it? The emergency break-in. What was that called? Emergency break-in, yeah. Was that what it was called? I don't feel like it was, but It was. Uh, Sir, you have an emergency break-in from your girlfriend again. (laughs) (laughs) I can't take it. (laughs) No, no, you had to take it. You had to take it. (laughs) That's The emergency break-in. And finally, Jerry, I bring you uh, some letters. Uh, A particular prisoner got some fan mail. He was the prisoner... Who beat up um, Jared Fogle, the uh, oh, former Subway spokesman sure. who yeah. got in trouble and is for in jail for time. child uh, pornography. pornography and that sort of thing. So uh, TMZ obtained several letters that were sent to the prison thanking him for beating up Jared from the the former Jared from Subway. Sure. Uh, one of them was even from a, a kid, kid writing. Good for them. I'm writing this letter to thank you for your service. What that? you did took courage. Well, now really. behave yourself so you could get out of jail. <laughs> they have since moved to that guy who beat up Jared yes. to another facility so that he cannot beat Jared up again. What do you think goes through his mind every day? Jared? Uh-huh. I had it all. God could you imagine? Damn. That guy, his job was just eat Subway. His job was just be And himself. show up on TV. Yeah. And he made I would a, love to do that. he made a Fortune. I eat Subway. Why not have me do your spokesperson so stuff? I. I love turkey. The problem is Gary and I love you the didn't turkey. lose a hundred and something pounds on your own. I mean, he really stepped in it. Yes. You know, I mean, he obviously had a problem. He was probably a, probably a creep before creep. it. Creep. And turned out to be a creep after it. But my yeah. God, you had everything. Yes. And now he's in jail. Right. I mean, and by the way, Subway has recovered very nicely. They have. Well, it's not their fault the guy was a jackass. It's not, but when you know how it works, yes. you get tied to someone like that. I'm sure there were people at Subway scrambling. Yes, oh, at for the sure. Shop saying, oh my God, is this going to take us down? 
And it really, I don't know what the sales numbers are, but I don't see many subways closing. And I go in, they're just as busy as normal. That's why you got to go with, like, if you're a restaurant chain, you got to go with a fake character, like a Ronald McDonald or, like, uh, a Burger King. And you just better hope the King or Ronald McDonald doesn't do something in a costume. Well, even if one of them does, it's not the Ronald. You could go, well, that wasn't the Ronald no, no, that's McDonald. Fair. That's fair. That's that was a character actor. That wasn't the Burger King. Yeah. It Good was point. a Burger King. It wasn't the Burger King. Mm. You'd like to endorse Head Turkey. I would love to endorse that. Perfect. I'd like to endorse anything. They'll pay me. <laughs> I'll endorse almost any product. <laughs> That's not For a true. very small fee. That is not true. Oh. You would not endorse any product. That's would you true, Would you penis enhancement? I would not endorse that. All right. Well, you just said you'd endorse okay, anything. Okay. Good point. Fair enough. So you wouldn't do extends like Jimmy Johnson? No. All right. How about this? All right. You're going to throw a figure at me? $3,000 a week. Okay. 13 weeks. Yeah, I'm in. 100% I would do it. <laughs> so that's $52,000. Yes. You would do, ex- you would, you I would, would do that. Extends. I would. And you would take them. Um, I mean, no, I guess I would try. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm in. $52,000. Oh, I'm taking a pill that might possibly extend my penis. <laughs> Hey, do what you got to do, man. <laughs> Although there's some confusion. Extends, was that supposed to make you longer or was it like a Viagra type ripoff? Yeah, I don't know. I got to go. Oh. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll get back to this tomorrow. Oh, perfect. Possibly. I'll do some research. I'm going to Google right. that. Extends and uh, vaginas that have shark teeth in them. Yeah, there that's you a go. podcast. There's a quality podcast for you. Warm up coming up now. All right, Sue. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Well, thank you, Zach. What's up, Al? How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Nice Wednesday morning, and uh, we got some, or the Yankee fans like Craig, got some bad news on D.D. Gregorius yesterday. He's going to miss four to six weeks, probably six weeks. We'll see him in May. But there was other news from Yankee land. Yeah, my big Yankee story of the day, uh, Jerry, was uh, finding out that Greg Bird has a uh, cat. A bald cat. A hairless cat. He's bald. Have you ever touched a hairless cat, Jerry? I've not. I've never really seen one except in the Austin Powers movies. Right. I They're... don't think I've ever seen one in, 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 in real life. I have. They're very creepy looking. <laughs> well, no, no. They're not creepy looking. They're creepy They're looking because they looking. have no hair. Right. And cats are supposed to have hair. And if you pet one of these well, cats... Uh, humans are supposed to have hair on their head. How's that working out for well, you? They're baldy. Like, I have chest hair and armpit hair. I'm not completely bald you all over my dome. body. I do have a chrome dome. <laughs> That's not normal. You should have hair. I should have hair there, right? <laughs> so who are you to throw stones well, at a bald cat? <laughs> I mean, I could never get a bald cat because I'm bald. Could you imagine you and your, your condo in Basking Ridge and you get yourself a bald cat right. and you wake up in the middle of the night and this thing's on your chest staring at you. Just two hairless <laughs> beings looking at each other. <laughs> that would be creepy. And the dishwasher repairman comes over. I'm bald. My pet is bald. What is going on here? Yeah. It feels kind of like petting a suede jacket. Okay. Except that the... Why would you pet it anyway if it's got no hair? Because you still comfort the pet. Pets right. still... Hairless cats would like to be pet just as much as a hair cat. Got it. But their their skin is so thin. You could, The weird thing about petting these hairless cats is you can feel their organs as you're rubbing its back. Like you feel its ribs and then your finger could even slide where the, where? Rib, where the rib meat is. <laughs> like The rib meat. Yeah, they're just very thin-skinned animals. So you like a shaved pussycat. I don't... I prefer cats 
the way they're supposed to be with Girl, that And women hair. prefer men with hair on their heads. So Not again, all. what are you going to do? It's a good era to be bald. <laughs> it is a better era. I just true. wonder why Greg Bird chose a bald cat. Only The only reason I could think is people that are allergic to cats, the cat dander, which comes from their hair. It's like some sort of powder on. You ever sure. pet a cat? It's got like powder on it. No, a cat does not have it powder does. on. What are you talking the about? The dander is like a powder. I mean, I have in two cats. Skin. I don't know what you're talking about. Do you pet your cats? <laughs> of course we do. And there's no powder. Well, people hair, that are allergic no to cats powder. are allergic to the dander, this sort of invisible powder that you don't see. How about the fact that the cat is related to Mr. Bigglesworth? What does that mean? Who is that? Greg Bird's cat. Mm-hmm. I thought that's where you were going with this. What's Mr. Bigglesworth? That was the cat in Austin Powers. Oh. And it's actually related to that cat. It can't be. It is. I mean, other than it being the same type of cat. And he calls cat. it Mr. Delicious, which is a little weird, Very too. bizarre. Why, why not just call it Mr. Bird? Well, its name is Mr. Delicious. He says he calls it Lish. No, that's much better. For short. But yeah, no, this is this has a relationship with Mr. Mr. Bigglesworth from the movies. Well. Also a bald cat. How You have had cats. How long do cats live? Uh, my cat who died last year was 18. Wow. And I was told before it got sick, you could expect our cat, because it was an indoor cat that had all its shots and was well taken care of, upwards of 20 to 22. I think a uh, hairless cat's got to be an indoor cat. There's no way you let that thing roam uh, the neighborhood. getting mocked and destroyed right. outside. <laughs> totally, all of your neighbors. Or it's freaking everything else out. Yes. Like, what is that? Your neighbors would think some sort of space alien pet is roaming around. By the way, Matt Latos, you know who he is, right? Major League pitcher. Oh, yeah, he's He had a cat as well. (laughs) He had a clever name for his cat. Kind of pathetic, actually. He called it Cat Latos. (laughs) Cat Latos? I like that. (laughs) That's true. Like, you should have Cat Reco at your home. Yeah, I, I guess we could. We, we actually choose names. All right. So, anyway, there you have it. Uh, I brought to you last Mrs. Month. Pussy Feathers. That's the uh, name I'm considering if I get a cat. What if it's a boy? Well, same. Cats are... <laughs> not, not, not with the same. That's not the same. You can't call a male cat Mrs. Pussy Feathers. Cats seem to me to be a female animal. You know what I'm saying? Like there are... Don't tell them. Don't tell the male that. Like a crocodile boy. That's a boy animal. No matter what it no is. No matter what. That's a male. It seems like a male Any animal. Any lion. Male. Male. Right. But a cat always seems like a girl. And the dog's always the guy? Yeah. Got it. Hmm. Uh, I brought you some new food <laughs> about, I'd say about a month ago. Here we, at the station? Yeah. And we, well, we discussed new ballpark food. Uh, and I got another one for you that I found this morning. Oh, the right. Diamondbacks are going to have an 18-inch chicken enchilada dog. So what this is is an 18-inch chicken enchilada sausage with queso blanco, whatever that is, enchilada Jeez. sauce, pico de gallo, black olives, sour cream, and they put tortilla strips all into a hot dog roll. Yes or no? I'll go no on that, only because a, an item like that, it's impossible to eat sitting down in a seat. As opposed to... Like having a nice table. If I had a table... But most, but most meals... I mean, you know, even if you get chicken strips and French fries, it's kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, but that you you would hold the basket and uh, I suppose. But why can't you just pick up? You have a because everything's dog? Full, the minute that thing sounds like I won't even eat like a generic taco because as soon as you bite it, no, the whole thing breaks. Yeah, you've one bite in, and now you've got a mess on your hands. So I will go with the like a burger, chicken fingers at a ballpark, hot dog. 
No turkey sandwiches at a ballpark? If they have sandwiches, I'll right. go with that. At things you can hold in your hand and them not completely collapse on you. Fair. So this, you'd be out for this? I would be out for that. And how much would you spend on this? Well, I would, that, that's got to be an $18 item. I think it was 14 14 all right. So there you go. Here in the New York area, it would be 23 36 yeah, dollar item. I, I went to a game on Friday night. I won't say where. But I went to a game Friday night. Locally? The, the prices are unbelievable. Yes. You went to the Boomer Carton Kitchen? Family of four at $200. Oh. Well, what are you eating? <laughs> I'm kidding when I say that. But, well, a drink is 15 bucks. Like, you know, if you get a gin and tonic. Oh, maybe for an si- alcohol, maybe yeah. 16 It's like, how much? Very pricey. I mean, the bottle is $16, let and, alone the drink. And they're very careful with only pouring an actual shot yes. size. yes. You are. You better they, have several of them. They have everyone instructed to just give the right amount of alcohol. Very true. They're going to maximize that bottle for sure. And did you see this in spring training, Jerry? Uh, someone parked. I guess Jacob Degrom has his own parking spot. Sure. Uh, down in Port St. Lucie, and a rookie named Kevin Kazmarski parked in his spot. Oh, Kazmarski, yeah. Kazmarski. So they took a saran wrap. And wrapped his entire car in it. Now I have no problem with this. I think this is I think this is like all in good fun because it's very easy to get the saran wrap off. There was a story last week, I think it was at Pirates Camp. I don't remember where it was, where they filled a rookie's car. It might have been a basketball player actually on the Celtics, where they had a rookie hazing, that's what it was, where they filled the kid's car up with popcorn and then shut the door. I mean, that's disgusting. you got to get that thing detailed. It's going to smell like popcorn and butter, I'm sure, for a month. The saran, wrap's not, uh, the saran wrap's not a big deal, whereas you do something like that inside the car, who knows what damage you're doing to it. Where do you suppose they got enough saran wrap to wrap an uh, actual like Wegmans. sedan? Winn-Dixie. I don't know. Someone ran out. And went, We're going to need 700 rolls of Either saran wrap. Either that or wrap. they had it delivered, sure, of oh. course. Or they maybe they had it at the facility. You know, I mean, they do serve food at the facility, and they right. probably have those commercial-grade size uh, plastic wraps, so maybe that's what they did. Do you think there was a sign that said Jacob DeGrom parking? I think it's possible. Yeah, it's possible that the starters might have their own designated spot. Why not? That seems... I what? mean, we battle for spots here in New York City, street parking. Are you really comparing your talents to Jacob DeGrom's? Similarly. Or your importance? But I'm sure there's just a regular parking lot, so Jacob DeGrom, what, what walks... 10 fewer feet than Perhaps. if he was in a regular spot. Perhaps. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. Why not? When I was at, I forget where it was, one of the colleges this year, it might have been Maryland, they all have, you know, the head coach has his own spot. The assistants have their own spot. It's just, it, there's no confusion then. You know where you're going. You can plan accordingly. You know you're going to pull right up. You're going to get your little spot. By the way, has Jacob DeGrom not earned a parking spot? I'm not sure he's earned a parking spot. Really? I mean, a spot there, not his own, like, oh, Jacob DeGrom only parks here. Yes. Well, then everyone has so their own parking spot. a spot with Robert Gazelman? Yes. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Quick break. We have a couple more things to go, and then Boomer and Carton at the top on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio. Sort of. All right, welcome back. Boomer and Carton coming up in just a couple of moments. Just quickly, if you're just waking up, D.D. Gregorius is going to miss opening day. Likely not back until May. Uh, semifinals, WBC, the U.S. did beat Japan 2-1, so they'll play Puerto Rico tonight for the championship. Nets beat the Pistons 98-96. Brooke Lopez, the game-winning jumper from the baseline, and you had the Devils beating the Rangers in overtime 3-2. Rangers play again tonight against the Islanders. I'm very curious, which Rangers do you think will rest tonight? Because it's a back-to-back it's hockey. I mean, it's a grind, right? They play 82 games. What do you think? Lundquist? You think, well, he's out. He's hurt. Oh. 
So I don't think that would be him. But we'll see if any Rangers rest right, tonight because that's been going around uh, lately as well. Uh, one final thing, if we have time, maybe something else. Dwight Howard's diet came up. And I know we have a guy we work with that really likes sugar. Craigie? This ta- yeah, this oh. takes it to another level, though. Yeah, they say uh, for ten upwards of 10 years of his playing career, until he got to the Lakers, he was eating 24 candy bars of sh- worth right. of sugar. Or the equivalent of, right. Every day. Yep. And that he had all sorts of candy bars throughout his day, stashed in his car, in his bedroom, in the kitchen, on the road. He was slamming uh, Rolos and Starbursts and Skittles and Kit Kats yep. to the point where his extremities, his hands and his feet were numb. Think about how many grams of sugar that is per day. Like a candy bar has what would you say? 24. So if you're having, let's do the math, so let's say 20 to make the math right. proper. That means he was having 480 grams of sugar a day. Yes. That is absurd. Especially yeah. you're supposed to keep the amount to about 50. Yeah, so until the Lakers nutritionist got a hold of him. Wait, by the way, you mentioned the nutritionist. This is my favorite part of the story. Uh, the nutritionist quoted as saying, after calls with his bodyguard, chef, and personal <laughs> assistant. <laughs> How many guys does Dwight Howard have on his personal payroll, would you say? So I was under the impression maybe that was just one guy. He's the bodyguard. He gives massages. I don't think it's one guy. I think it's three different guys. And by the way, with all this sugar and all this candy, the guy still looks like he's chiseled out of a rock. Well, that's the thing. It was like watching Ocho Cinco during those hard knocks when he was going through the right. uh, fast food. Well, they're food. burning 5,000 calories a day because they're constantly working out and running and moving as opposed to us fat bastards who sit around and do nothing all day. Yes. So, Boomer and Carton coming up in just a moment. A lot going on. D.D. Gregorius. And, yes, the Devils beat the Rangers 3-2 in overtime. Here come the guys.